everybody welcome back to the vacuous podcast where we talk about vacuous things random stuff and everything in between my name is naya i am kathy and i am daniel <laughs> hello hi greetings how is everyone since the last episode <laughs> apparently we've been probed or something <laughs> we are crazy we're from another planet we've we missed... got hit by the mg ultra <coughs> we all ultra gay now <laughs> <laughs> Because we weren't before. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'm telling. Oh. Hey, we're back. Okay. This episode, we are going to continue some creepy pastas, terrifying tortellinis, tortellinis. macaronis, frightening, fright- frightening fettuccine, whatever you want to call it. We'll come up some with a name. Some scary stories. Huh? <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Like oh, that. thank you, thank you. Spooky, ookie, bookies. Um, <clears throat> but to start off, we're going to tell our own personal stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. These are 100% real. Non-fiction. Fact, not fiction. Not debunked. I'm Zach Baggins. Baggins. <laughs> Baggins. And this is Ghost Adventures. This is Ghost Adventures. <laughs> Daniel, do you want to start us I'm off? You start off. Number fifteen. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mine's a very lighthearted one. Yeah, so let's start off with yours. You want to start off with mine? Nice and lighthearted. Okay, and we'll slowly get everyone down into practice. the. I don't remember all the, the details. Um, but I don't know, man. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> it was a. Probably like a year after my grandma died. Mm-hmm. Um, and when... Okay, we'll start. So when she died, she was cremated, right? Mm-hmm. And we spread her ashes in a creek that ran between um, my house and her house. like they, And, you know, like family get-togethers and stuff. During the summer, we would all go down to the creek. And, you know, there was a little swimming hole and stuff. And, you know, we would all hang out down there and whatever. Like my dad and my uncles like built the bridge and all this other stuff so it was like kind of a big part of our lives you yeah. know mm-hmm. um and so we spread her ashes in that creek with flowers and we had music playing it was like it was very sweet um it was a good send-off um and then like a year or so later uh it was like probably it was like winter time so the creek was like all dried up and i had just gotten my first like dslr camera so I just went on a little nature walk and went to go take some pickies yeah. and uh, ended up like walking down the creek bed <clears throat> and stopped on this like really big rock, which I used to play mermaids on with my cousin. Hell yeah. I love that. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. And so I sat there and I was just like looking through my camera of like the pictures that I had just taken and this butterfly had like just flown up and like kind of sat right next to me and I was like, oh, what the that's crazy that's dope what's up little butterfly boy yeah um and then it flew like onto my shoulder and was just like chilling Mm -hmm. like just on my shoulder and so like i started taking pictures of it and stuff and i was able to pick up the butterfly and i placed it like on my nose and was just like kind of messing around with the butterfly just like having fun and like taking pictures and to me that was kind of a way of say like my grandma saying like hey you know yeah i'm with you in spirit you know like what's up dude that's beautiful um yeah, it was pretty cute. A butterfly has never acted like that yeah. to me before or since then. Um, and it was just, it was a really cool moment. And I still have those yeah. pictures. And it was a beautiful day. I remember mm-hmm. it pretty vividly. And for it to be like from that same creek where you put her ashes. Yeah. Also yeah, in winter time where there are no yeah. bugs yeah. or that's butterflies. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, uh, it's got to be some. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it was pretty, beautiful. Uh, pretty dope. And then. Also, kind of with you know nature and on that kind of thing, um, it was a while after my grandpa had passed too, and I went to go. I was living in Texas at the time, but I flew home to visit my mom and um, stayed out there for a little bit. I think it was for Christmas or something. We were out there visiting, and um, we went to go on a little walk up to like the top of the hill because like up at the top of the hill it was like this giant hill where like power lines like were going through so you could see like for miles and stuff and it was really cool yeah um so we were just gonna go on a little nature walk right and we started walking down the driveway and there was a buck and a doe 
deer just like walking right next to each other and they were like headed down the driveway and that was kind of the grandpa and your grandma walking down yeah yeah because it was like where my grandma and grandpa lived up here the house we grew up in was over here there was a creek yeah Mm -hmm. down the way and then things transpired and stuff when we ended up having to move to this house that my dad had built for originally my aunt um, who lived there for a little bit, but we ended up having to move out of the house and sell the other house. So we were like a lot closer to oh, okay. my grandpa. So there wasn't the creek between us anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it was just like right down the hill from them. Yeah. And yeah. And then the two deers were just like. And it was you and your mom that were. Did you guys? <clears throat> did you guys cry? Um, I, my mom did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At at the time, I was just like, wow, that's really cool, you know. Yeah. And I didn't really yeah. like think much of it. And then I turned, I like looked over, and my mom was like. I was like, oh, shit, dog. Oh, no. I'm going to lose it. Like, but I kept it together. I was like. I wouldn't have been able to. I was like, they're just, you know, they're here, you know, just like sweet. keeping an eye, you know. It's yeah. Been, yeah. So, How did you not? I'm crying right now. <laughs> Please don't cry. <laughs> <coughs> but, yeah. So those are my paranormal stories. Hopefully your mom say. doesn't listen to this at work and she just starts crying. Mom, please don't cry. Love you. We love you, Ma. <laughs> I'm crying, y'all. That was beautiful. Yeah, and Stuff then like also this apartment me. could be haunted. I don't know. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't feel evil, but it doesn't feel as comforting as right. like grandma and grandpa. Yeah. So. yeah. Just sleep paralysis demons just hanging out on my bed and stuff, and, you know, knocking Pennywise over. <laughs> You know, strange noises happening. It's fine. And then faces in doors and yeah, flickering yeah. lights. Just the record player playing by itself. And, and then laughter. Yep. That one was debunked. Debunked. <laughs> I legit almost lost my shit, though, when that oh, happened. Oh, tell that story. Oh, okay. Scary story number two. <laughs> uh, today, I uploaded the podcast. Um paranormal 2 and before i went to upload it i couldn't think of a name for it so i went back and had to listen to the recording and kind of pull a name out of it from there um never paused the podcast recording so it just kept playing through my headphones i uploaded it whatever um went back to just laying down i started watching the others spooky um and then yeah just in the middle of it all you hear is laughter coming from a certain direction like i had my door open and i had no i was like the fuck was that uh but it's debunked it was just naya's little laugh coming through on the headphones <laughs> and i thought i was gonna die my little laugh, <laughs> big laugh. big laugh. it was a big laugh it scared the <laughs> shit out of me all my laughs are big i'm sorry y'all my i can't control thing it is when you're like in the middle of a laugh and then you stop and you scream and then you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have, I don't know. I have lots of different laughs. Like I have my wheeze laugh and then it's like the really loud one. And then it's the one where I like, I laugh and I'm then I go. It in my head now. <laughs> it's so funny. I love it. You guys might hear it today. With oh, bro. Naya's reading of her creepypasta. Um, Naya, do- I'm going to tell you the story of Ol' Holloman's Road. Ol' Holloman's Road is a supposed haunted location in the town of Bulk Springs, Texas, which is just about 20 minutes east of Dallas. This road gained some notoriety in the early 80s when it was the site of where a murderer dumped the bodies of a young mother and her five-year-old son at the mouth of the road. Shortly after that event, the road was closed down. Now, legend has it that the road was closed down because this site became a popular spot for satanic cults, and there was a whole bunch of weird sightings and events that occurred, either on the road or at the school that was adjacent to the road. Since the closure... It's become a very common spot for thrill-seeking teenagers and young adults to attempt to walk down this road from beginning to end and see if they can brave it and make it all the way. Some things that have been 
seen or experienced down this road is an overwhelming sense of dread. That feeling that you're being watched, the hairs on your neck standing up, to hearing eerie sounds and seeing eerie things. And I would like to actually tell you my own experience going down this road. Now, before I get into the thick of my story, I do think it's important that I say something about myself, and that's that I'm not a religious person, and I'm not a spiritual or a superstitious person whatsoever. I do not believe in ghosts, I do not believe in spirits, and I do not believe in the paranormal. However, with that being said, I did have my own personal experience when I attempted to walk down this road back in the early 2000s. And now I will share you my personal story with Ole Holloman's Road. So it all began when I was visiting some old friends I attended high school with over in Rockwall. One, there was a new addition to the group, and it was the cousin of one of my friends who actually lived in the Balk Springs area. And with him, he brought the story of Ole Holloman's Road. So he's telling us about it, about this haunted road where ghosts had been sighted on the road and ghosts had been sighted in the school right next to the road. And it had us intrigued. It seemed like a good bit of free fun on a weekend night. So we started getting in touch with other friends we had in the area and drummed up quite a bit of interest. All in all, we had 15 people that wanted to walk down this road. So we arranged that we would meet up at a buddy's house around 10 o'clock that night and then make the 45-minute drive from Rockwall to Bulk Springs to locate this road and attempt to walk down it. So we do that. We get three cars full of people and we head out to the old, to the site of Old Holloman's Road. When we arrive to the location, we decide we're going to park our cars at the school that's adjacent to the road. So we park at the school, and then you have to walk through probably about a field that's the size of two football fields until you get to a little bit of a partition in the trees, and you come across one of those metal barriers that they use to signify road closure. So we see it. It's a bit overgrown. And we approach it, and we are ready to jump over the barrier. It's at this moment where one of my friends starts to have a panic attack. He starts hyperventilating, and he just says, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't go on this road. So at this point, the majority of the other friends that came with us decided that they would bravely escort the friend having the hyperventilating attack back to the car leaving just me and two other people that were willing to go down this road. So to quickly identify the two other people that were going to walk down with me was my buddy's cousin, who was the local who had been down the road, and then the other individual, who I'm going to refer to as the really religious Mexican. That's all I have to go off of, and it will make a lot more sense in just a little bit. So we decide that we're going to be the brave ones out of the group. So we step over the metal barrier and almost instantly, the thing that I have heard most about this road when I've read up on it, on other people's accounts on the internet or in the weird Texas book, was this instant feeling of being watched. The hairs on my neck stood up. The hairs on my arms stood up. And I just kept turning around swearing that somebody was watching me but I just couldn't see them in the darkness or in the shadows so we start slowly moving forward a real sense of dread and it was at this moment why I identified the other person as a really religious Mexican is that he starts loud praying praying for the safety of him and myself and my buddy's cousin to be able to walk down this road and not be harmed by anything. So we continue to walk with the background sound of the loud praying from the religious Mexican. And that sense of dread just stayed with you. 
think part of me was nervous that we were on somebody else's property. So it being Texas, we didn't know if I was going to get shot for trespassing. I think that added to the fear. And then we started hearing a pretty creepy sound. The best way I can describe it was the slow, rusty opening and closing of a metal barn door. And I heard that to my left-hand side. So again, the fear of, I'm on somebody's property, was sneaking into the back of my head. But we continued to slowly go forward, trying to stay within the shadows of the trees. And then all of a sudden, the sound seemed to move, which didn't make sense because it legitimately sounded like it was a barn door. And all of a sudden, the sound was above me. And then the sound switched to my right-hand side. And it was now coming from there. And I think I try to justify it in my head that we obviously were in some sort of weird echo spot, that the, the sound was playing tricks on us. And we continued forward. And with each 10 yards or so we got forward, the religious Mexicans' prayers got louder and louder. And I, at this point, really started getting afraid and wanting to turn back, but not wanting to be the person to say, hey, we're going to turn back. And after about 15 minutes or so of walking down this road, we saw a significant bend up ahead. It was going to turn at about a right angle. And I thought at this point, man, I really don't want to go any further. But I was going to try to play this off to be still be cool. So interrupting the religious Mexican's prayer as I told him, hey, man, if you want to turn around at this part, you made it so much further than everybody else in our group. You made it so much further you could be proud. And he's like, yeah, man, I think I think this is as far as I want to go. And even my buddy's cousin who was with us, who had been down the road before, said that he was ready to turn back. So we agreed. We would get to the turn so we had a milestone to hit if we ever chose to come down this road again. So we get to the, the bend, and we all turn around to begin the trek backwards. And we all pause. And I know what I saw in front of me. In front of me, probably about 10 yards ahead of me, was this just black cat. And it was sat there, like it had been there the whole time. And I'm just staring at it, probably only for about five seconds or so. And then I saw it shoot upwards, but it didn't bend its legs like it was jumping. It just seemed to ascend upwards very quickly. And then it seemed to thin out and just disappear into thin air. And I didn't say anything at that moment. I just couldn't believe what I saw. At that moment, I was convinced that my eyes had played tricks on me. It had to be the moonlight. It had to be something. I was just, just too rational to think anything really weird happened. And we all just start moving forward. And within a couple seconds of us walking forward, my buddy's cousin just says, Run! And before I could even look behind me, the religious Mexican bolted. And he was, he was about 10 paces ahead of us. So without, without even thinking, I decided I'm just going after him. So I, I chase and we're just running. And we're running down this road. Something that seemed to take us 15, 20 minutes to walk down probably only took us 90 seconds to get back to that barrier. Just convinced something was chasing us, something was behind us, because that feeling of being watched never left. And then, kind of stupidly, we hurtled over the barrier. And when we were on the other side of the barrier, we just kind of stopped. And we were laughing and high-fiving that we had actually attempted the road. Now, realistically, if something was chasing us, it probably could have jumped over the barrier as well, but there was just that sense of safety. And it was weird because the second you got over that barrier and you were no longer on that road, that feeling of being watched completely vanished. So we walked back through the field and we got back to the cars where the rest of our friends were waiting. They asked us how it was and we said, yeah, no, it was good, like whatever. Um, and we all got back into the car. We all traveled in the same car together. And we're all in the back seat. And this is the part I'll never forget. The religious Mexican, I remember him asking a question. Did you guys see that cat? 
and me and my buddy's cousin both answered at the same time. Yeah. And then the religious Mexican asked the second question. Did you see it just up and vanish into thin air? And we both said yes. And we didn't speak any more about it. That was the weird thing. I think we all couldn't believe what we had seen. And I was convinced it was moonlight or angles. And still to this day, that's my justification for it. But all three of us had seen it. And we all saw it at different angles. And that's my story of walking down Old Holloman's Road. Now you can do further research. And I have read things online about people that had posted a camera up at the road and shot it towards the road and then seen figures approach the camera and just stand there at that metal barrier and then disappear. The overwhelming sense of being watched is the thing that everyone talks about, even if you decide to go on that road in the daylight. With a little bit of investigation online, you can find the location of this road and try to walk down it yourself. Man, do you have any paranormal stories? I don't. I've never, like, really experienced anything crazy. Like, sometimes out of the corner of my eye, I'll see something. Or, like, I'll feel uneasy. But I never, I'm like, okay, whatever, I'm moving on. I don't have time to be shadow scared. people. <laughs> I'm a busy bitch. I just have demons following me, but honestly. <laughs> Who has time for that? I gotta make money. I'm preoccupied, you know? Unfazed. <clears throat> no, but it's not. It's never been anything too scary. I have a couple scary things. I wanna hear them. That's because you're a little bitch. Uh, uh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whom? Um, I, don't, I don't know where to start. I don't remember which one was like the first encounter of the fourth kind. What kind? The sixth? The kind? third. Because the sixth sense? The second kind. The f- the sixth sense. Right? I think the close encounter of the second kind is hearing things. It's hearing but not believing. Shut up. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. So what I think my first encounter was. So, in our old house in California, my dad had built a closet into my brother's room. Like, a very short walk-in closet, like a storage thing. Where we would put, like, all of our childhood toys and, like, all the extra blankets that we had and all that stuff. Um, And one of our childhood toys, my brother's specifically, was one of those robo-sapiens. The Mm -hmm. white ones with, like, all the... Um, So he had one of those in there that he used maybe, like, once that he got for his birthday. He used it once. They took fucking D batteries, so we weren't going to go out and fucking constantly buy them. So fuck that. So we put it in that closet, and there was one day that I was. I was very angsty in my youth. Yeah. Were you listening to My Chemical Romance all day? My girlfriend broke up with me. That's, yeah. (laughs) That's my favorite song, bro. (laughs) No, I was. um, What is that, Simple Plan? I'm going to hate that later. I know it. My parents and I were arguing about something and like to cool off because there was a beanbag chair in that closet too. So to cool off, I went in there and just like you sat in the out, closet. Whatever. I hung out in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> how and, how um, long were you in the closet? He's still in 18 there. Eighteen years. <laughs> um, no. So I went in there. I sat down. Was just fucking. Doing drugs, some hard Doing shit, drugs. you know. Yeah. He was probably just um, listening to music. I think that's probably. He's like, I think he's probably just sitting there in silence, just twiddling on his little fucking foot like he's doing right now. He's like, you know, I think that might have been it. <laughs> just <laughs> that, like I'm like reliving that moment. Yeah. You just like because hmm. I was in there. I was in there for maybe like a minute, two minutes tops. Just like trying to be away from my parents. Just being for a little a angsty boy. Yeah. 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 So I went in there. And the fucking Robio, Robio Sabian, um, <laughs> it turned its head to look at me. Why you being a little bitch? That's exactly what it said. It said, why you being a little bitch? <laughs> um, so I got out of there. He's like, real quick. <laughs> I said, fuck you. <laughs> and I left. Um, 
rodeo sa ipiao mo. So that was, I think that was my first encounter. Um, there was another time, my bedroom was used as like the guest bedroom for like, if we had family that was like falling on hard times, they needed like somewhere else to live or something. Um, so they would live in my bedroom for a while until they got back on their feet and everything and then they would move out. So I had to share a bedroom with my bro- with my brother. Your brother. My brother. And um, <laughs> the way the bed was facing, it was like the where the head of the bed was, you could see the doorway. And um, next to the doorway between his doorway and my doorway was a little linen closet. So it was like a little space on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and I woke up in the middle of the night and I saw like a shadow person leaning on the linen closet. You know that lean where you like cross your legs, whatever you have. A, she like, the yeah. cool guy. Yeah, yeah, cool. 60s cool guy pose. Um, and I could didn't see any eyes. It was like completely a shadow person. I couldn't see any eyes, but I just like felt like it was staring at me. Because, I mean, like, you, what yeah, else would it be? Yeah, you can feel that presence, yeah. You know? Yeah. Otherwise, it was staring at mm. a wall on the <laughs> other side. And nobody so, wants to do you're that. You're so much prettier than a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Well. Um, but, yeah, I can feel staring at me. Why won't you My demon won't look at me. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good song. My Ooh, demon really... won't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> For the angsty teens out there. Um. But uh, I never understood in movies why, like, kids pulled blankets over their faces um, in, like, scary movies and shit. Mm-hmm. Because I was always like... It's still gonna get you. It's still gonna get you. You have no idea what the fuck is going on outside of the blanket. Yeah. You don't know if it's walking closer. Like, what the fuck is going on? Because you're can yeah. go crazy. Crazy. Um, <laughs> but go crazy. Go super. <laughs> in that moment, that was the only thing that I could think to do. Yeah. Because if I got pussy. up, if I got up to close the door, I would be like face to face with it because it was right in front of the door. Yeah, and the you light switch. Like, you should have went like, <laughs> "Good night, <laughs> good night, baby." Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. Um, but yeah, that's another one. Um, good night, baby. <laughs> uh, I have another one where I saw a little girl run across. That's my favorite one. You want to hear that one? Yeah, that's my favorite. Okay. Um, well, first, I'm going to do a little, a little preface to that one. Um, this was well after I'd seen the little girl, but there was one time I was sleeping downstairs um, because my room was being used as a guest room. Again. again. Um, so I was sleeping downstairs in the living room, and in the middle of the night, I heard a, like, I heard a little girl, like, laugh Nail? from... Probably. Reenact that. <laughs> Is that what it sounded like? Shit, maybe it was you. It <laughs> was your scream laugh. That's what it was. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> so I heard a little girl laugh from the... Um, I'm just in my room singing. <laughs> <laughs> I heard an um, animal being tortured. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. From the um, TV room, because we had a TV room and then we had a living room, like the big main living room where we had like all the Christmases and shit like that. And this was the house that I went to? Yeah, yeah, downstairs. yeah. Okay. So that yeah. living room that you first walk into, yes. that was where I heard the voice. Okay. But you were on um, that other I was on little... the other one. Okay. Yeah. So I heard I a little girl laugh in the living room and then um, the laughing kind of turned into like crying. <gasps> And then I heard a man and a woman arguing, and then the arguing stopped really abruptly, and then the crying kept going, and then the crying stopped really abruptly. Um, so what I was kind of led to believe was that like it was maybe like a murder-suicide, like a residual haunting murder-suicide thing that kind of happened. Did you ever look it up? I was very young then, so I had no fucking access to anything. We should look it up. I tried to, like, on the internet. I don't know if, like, maybe you have to, like, do, like, some fucking microfiche thing. Maybe it happened maybe. a long time ago or something. I don't know. But I tried looking it up on the internet to see if, like, anything happened there. I couldn't find anything. Hmm. Um, you have to go to, like, the public records yeah, library or something. Yeah, I was thinking maybe you have to go do something like that. 
Um, cause Michael's sister, I had told her the story and she tried looking it up too, like on the internet also couldn't find anything. Hmm. Um, but that was not the first time that I had encountered the little girl. The first time that I had encountered her was, um, I was in my brother's room playing video games on his PC and I, everyone was out of the house. This was like pretty shortly after, I think Adrian was like one or two maybe at the time um and everyone was out of the house like they had gone grocery shopping they had gone with them and um i was in his room playing video games with the door closed and i heard singing outside of his room um you know that hallway that was upstairs it's just my residual singing it's trapped in the walls yeah it's like when you get like a really a really bad smell and it just stays like in cat your piss yeah yeah sir i sing like cat piss. shower <laughs> um but i heard the singing and i was like oh they're home because this was this was around that age where adrian started like singing random bullshit you know mm-hmm. as small children do so i was like oh they're home i you know opened the door there was nobody home so i was like okay that's a little fucking weird um, so I closed the door, made sure that, like, my brother's window was closed to see if, like, maybe it was a child singing outside right, and it, like, yeah. echoed funny or something. It was closed. So I just go back to playing video games and I hear the singing again. Um, so I go to open the door and this time I'm And like, it's, it's Shakira. <laughs> She's doing her little belly thing. <laughs> I don't know um, the words. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I want your door. feet. This time <laughs> I peeked out and I like screamed, Is anybody home? To see if like somebody would fucking respond. Mm-hmm. And Is I got no response. There? So I looked down the hallway from my brother's room to my mom's room and I saw a little girl run from the like where the TV was on their side of the room to like the master bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I didn't see the upstairs. I don't know the layout. So from the hallway. It'd be like from her running here to your bathroom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you're like at the doorway technically and there's like hall. And it's a- yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I saw the little girl run from one side to the other and I was like, nope, fuck this. I'm out. And um, Did you shit your pants? No, not yet. Okay. Um, but funny. I... Uh, Michael lived around the corner so I was like literally like calling him on my way out and I was like hey I'm coming over but like he hadn't answered yet so I ran downstairs uh, opened the door and when I went to close it something was pulling on it and um, oh no 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 when I was running out the door something tugged on my jacket that's what I was gonna say I thought yeah, something tugged on my jacket first and then I finally got outside and I was going to close the door and something was tugging on it. So I couldn't even like close it, lock it or anything. Um, but I was eventually able to like pull it shut, lock it. And I like... Is that I'm when you shit your almost, pants? Yeah. I almost ran or like waddled because I shit my pants. Because you had shitted. Um, <laughs> like ran to Michael's house because I was so fucking freaked out. What, what that, happened when you like went back? Were you like... Mm-mm. Well, everyone was already home at that point. Did I you tell everybody back. what happened? <clears throat> Because my parents are, they're the type of people who are spiritual to where they're like, oh yeah, like spirits, goats, all that exist, but not in my fucking house. <laughs> yeah. Not in my Christian server. <laughs> yeah. So like, even if I told them, they'd be like, um, I mean, I like, I told my mom about things that I've heard in the house and she was like, oh, well, like echoes of conversations can like stay in corn, like they stay trapped in corners or whatever because of whatever. Yeah. That sounds yeah spooky <laughs> enough to me to be like well um, don't like that uh, no more corners please this is a round house <laughs> can, we, can we get a cornerless house please um That's but yeah like, like the only other thing that i've ever heard in that house was the sound of um heels walking on like tile that oh yeah specific sound um, so which is what leads me to believe that it was like a man a woman and a child that were in that house. the only thing okay i did have one experience um and it did freak me out a lot. Uh, but I was eating cereal, as I do. 
Um, so. And I'm just naturally uncomfortable if my back yeah, is like. Started <laughs> and then it went <laughs> right over my face. Um, and the milk turned brown. <laughs> I shit in it. <laughs> but. Um, Chinese tea bags are <laughs> Soft <Duh>. white powder. <laughs> I'm naturally uncomfortable if there's someone behind me. Or if there's like an open space where people can be behind me, like an open door and stuff like that. Give me a hat back. <laughs> Give me a hat back, Jordan. That's exactly why. No? <laughs> but I, I get really uncomfortable. But like this time, I was just chilling, straight chilling, eating my cereal, just a little uncomfortable. Um, and then I start feeling really uneasy, and I was like, ew, I don't like it. Like I felt like it was me, Dani, and I, and we were home by ourselves. Um, and I was like, I feel like something's gonna happen. I'm like, they're gonna try to prank me or some shit. Cause I was traumatized with them. Oh yeah, Makes we sense. scared the shit out of her a lot. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I get it though. I was, my reactions were. Target, dude. They were hilarious too. <laughs> yeah. I can get I mean, like <laughs> easily three feet in the air. No. <laughs> there was one time, and like I thought she had seen me, but she was coming up the the walkway into her house. Mm-hmm. Like she was walking up the grass, and I snuck around. Um, our SUV that we had and I scared her and she legitimately did the Scooby-Doo run where she jumped up in the air (laughs) I remember here's the context okay here's the context I was like I'm running away and we were joking I was like heck you I'm running away and I ran out of the house barefoot and he hid behind the SUV and I was like okay I'm coming back Um, (laughs) and then he scared me and then I did it (laughs) yeah like her feet were fucking twirling midair and then she took off when when she landed you get scared you jump yeah but you're also trying to run (laughs) yeah um classic (laughs) classic me you know doing bicycle kicks in the air is fine um but when i was eating my cereal i was feeling really uneasy um and then like i like i got goosebumps and then i heard someone whisper it like real close to me they were just kind of like hey and i was like fuck you and then in my head obviously (laughs) i was young i thought it was um danny wrong and i was like stop you know like stop joking around And I look around, and they're not there, and I was like, I'm so scared. And I started crying. <laughs> she was like, Did you guys hear that? <laughs> what? That wasn't what me. That? <laughs> it was just a fart. Me. <laughs> My fart was said, hey. <laughs> it was just a. <laughs> and you were like, Pff. No, what? I think I, I, think I have that? like heard <clears throat> like whispers in that house. Well, you too. hear voices all the time. That's true, yeah. There was also a time where. Me and him were sleeping in the same room because if we had a relative from Mexico come in and they were sleeping in my room. Um, so I fell asleep on the floor in his room and we heard like a lady scream outside. Mm-hmm. And then, what the fuck happened that night? I don't remember. Our twin tilapia was insane Our, that night. Yeah, dude, because that night there was a. Uh... There was a, a Pizza Hut commercial. Dude, that Pizza Hut, like, I remember it so clearly. Oh my god. Where the guy goes, any pizza, any crust, any <laughs> toppings, whatever. You yeah, know what I'm talking I remember about. that one. And um, I think she started singing it or something. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, dude, I was literally thinking of the same song <laughs> just now. Um, And then we heard a lady scream outside and I was like, bro, did you hear that? Is she okay? And then, like, I was nervous, but, um, the thing is, is when I heard it, I heard it outside, but when he heard it, he heard it a lot closer, like, it was, like, in our room. Like, the La Llorona, <gasps> where the further away she sounds, she's actually closer. She's closer to you than she is to me. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm I didn't start getting haunted until I started hanging with you guys. So it's because we're Mexican. (laughs) Did y'all see that (laughs) TikTok (laughs) where it's like me in the cafeteria pretending I can smell their blood or something? (laughs) Yeah, no, I retweeted it. Yeah, Yeah. I saw it on Instagram on a meme page. (laughs) Fucking lost it on my lunch break. There was one of those where it was like driving or whatever, and Edward like just gets into my car and he's like what the fuck Edward (laughs) I could have hit Jacob (laughs) you know how he likes to do his werewolf thing it's a werewolf thing I was watching uh, pretty much it it's a wolf thing oh yeah 
Um, anyway, welcome back to Suck My Tober. <laughs> anyway, creepy pasta. Creepy Um, yeah. Uh, ah, spooky. Okay. Oh. The sleepover. This one says five Ooh. minutes. Okay, I can do this. I don't like the way that it's like written though. So if you want to skip, like, not, yeah, no, I'm yeah. gonna skip that. That's all like, like one formatting. full big block. Yeah. Holy shit, that's how I write my essays. Yucky. Sorry, love. Can't write. Sorry, love. Uh, this one's three minutes. I'm gonna fuck this name What's up it called? Real quick. <laughs> Dargaya's Nectar. Dargay's. Dargay's Nectar. That's what I'm gonna say. Dark gay nectar? Dar. That's problematic. <laughs> you said it, bro. I said Dargaya. Dargaya? Diarrhea nectar. Ew. Just say <laughs> Dargay. <laughs> Dargay nectar. Okay. If you ever find Dargay's nectar, you'll probably be one of Ugh. the ones. <laughs> you'll probably be one of the ones who have been looking for it all their lives, and thus won't need any instructions on what to do with it. This already sounds the lamest shit. Yeah. Let's skip it. Skip it. Skip it. Skip if you want to read it, it's called Dar Dargay's nectar. Where's his G? It got eight out of ten though. <gasps> mm. Okay. Keep reading, bitch. No, it's in the rites and rituals category. Oh. I don't want to read rites and rituals. Ugh. Okay, this one's two minutes. Okay. It's called Children of the Moon. Ooh, that's me. I'm a moon child. <laughs> I feel like you need to have like very glittery <laughs> dots painted on your face. Right here. Just all the Down way up. here, coming up to like where your eyeliner would go. Yeah. Children of the moon. You can call me Artemis. Ew, I hated that. I hated it. <laughs> and the town of Bisdale. <laughs> sorry, God. And the town of Bisdale. Nobody leaves their home after dark. As soon as the sun begins to set, shutters are drawn shut, candles are snuffed out, and doors are locked tight. Anti-vampires. No, that would be vampires. They no, because at night. They don't go out at night. They don't go out. So they turn all the shit off. Oh, the people of Bisden? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant like whatever comes out. No, the people of Bisden are anti-vampires. Anti-vampires. Okay. And they wear garlic necklaces. <laughs> so just people that are scared of vampires. <laughs> the whole town, man. They're terrified. Before the moon is fully risen, the entire town appears deserted. And silence reigns supreme. I like that. I like that. Silence, silence reigns supreme. I like that. That's good. Spooky. Silence. Oh, here we go. There's quotes. Did you hear that? <gasps> Whispered Freya. Sounding very small and afraid in the dark. I'm small and afraid. Shut up! Her older brother, Freud, hissed through... <laughs> You're Freud, bitch! <laughs> hissed through clenched teeth as he eyed the black windows of the house nearest to them. They were probably locked. Nobody in their right mind would leave their windows unlocked at night. Not in Bisden, anyway. I told you we shouldn't play in the forest. Hey, we should Freya. recreate this for a Patreon. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm yes. Okay. I said we should go back. And I said to shut up, Freud went on. Whining about the past doesn't change the present. Freud looked at his sister, shivering in the dark. It doesn't change the situation we're in. The situation. They shit themselves. Before Freya could respond, the faint sound of a child's laughter floated across the wind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pee. <laughs> Bro, we should definitely recreate. <laughs> okay. Goosebumps erupted along Freud's necks and arms. Necks, neck and arms. <laughs> Something about the sound seemed wrong. <laughs> Maybe there's other Freud clust 
clasped his hand over Freya's mouth. He clapped them cheeks. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> disgusting. It's his sister. You said it, bro. No, you <laughs> said it. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Pulling her in close, he shrank back into the shadows of the alley. Again, the unearthly sound drifted across the air. <laughs> Freya tensed in Freud's arms as she realized the magnitude of their situation. A child's voice, oddly distorted, broke the silence of the night like a fist through glass. Come out, come out, wherever you are! <laughs> Ew, that child sounds scary. That's a crackhead child. <laughs> Take my eyes out! (laughs) (laughs) Come on out, fam! The thing lumbered across the mouth of the alley just a few feet from Freud and Freya's hiding place. It was roughly the size of a child, yet shuffled with its arms hanging grotesquely close to the ground, making its disproportionate body appear markedly (laughs) ape-like. That's how it sounds when it (laughs) was. His hands are knuckles are dragging. (laughs) (laughs) It was completely nude and had skin so shockingly white that it reflected the glow from the moon. (laughs) Bro, that's you. (laughs) 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 Yucky, get away. The thing turned its shimmering bald head. (laughs) (laughs) But for this bit, you have to wear a bald cap. Yes. Oh my god. The thing turned its shimmering bald head towards the alley as it crossed. Its face was perfectly smooth and entirely devoid of feature, save for an impossibly wide smile with thin lips the color of blood. <laughs> I can do that! <laughs> the crimson slash of its mouth appeared to stretch from ear to ear. Can you do that? I, She's trying. <laughs> Freud no. felt warmth spread down his thigh as his bladder let go. Oh, he Uh-oh. peed himself. You pee pee. Oh no, is the thing going to smell? He's like... I smell pennies (laughs) Freya whimpered (laughs) The thing froze mid-stride Its body becoming as rigid as stone Slowly it turned its torso Until it was facing the alleyway It took a tentative step forward Freya sucked in a sharp breath Through her nose as she began to hyperventilate Freud clamped his hand Over her mouth But he was too late Impossibly fast, the thing twisted its head toward their hiding place, producing a sickening crackle from its neck. Hey, Beautiful. good I love job. It. I wrote oh, this. Oh, wait, one, one, more quote. <laughs> one more quote. Um, <clears throat> in a weird monster voice. Okay, I'm gonna, we'll edit this until we find the right one, okay? <laughs> Found you! That's perfect, I love it. <laughs> In the town of Bisden, nobody leaves their house after dark. Every day, young ones are sternly told to be home by dusk. They are told of the evil that haunts the streets at night. They are told to always remain silent, because if they hear you, the children of the moon will tear you limb from limb. That's it. Which one was, was that yeah. the one that we almost skipped? No, 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 no. The one that we, we did skip. Oh, okay, okay, okay. A, uh, rites and ritual one. Moonchild. That one, one was good. good. I like this one. I like it. I can't wait to reenact that. Save yeah. it so we can reenact it. I will uh, bookmark it. <laughs> we also bones. <laughs> 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 funniest shit ever. Uh, this one was really good, though. Like, yeah. regardless of. Yeah, our bit. <laughs> our bit is going to be so much better, though. Mm-hmm. We also have to credit them. Absolutely. Obviously, um, yeah. I, I wonder, like, you know how like people will do like little cartoons for, and that's why we drink. Yeah, like, but that would yeah. be fucking sick if someone would do that. Like, that would be perfect for. Yeah, animate could do that. Like yeah. this conversation. Like, yeah. Ooh, that'd be tight. Like, while we're reading cool. that. Even our like stupid laughter in the middle, and we're just like, <laughs> and then we go back to like being a creepy little story. Uh, yeah, if only I could draw. So there's this one. It's a Same. beings and entities one. Oh no! Beans? Thank you. Beans. Beans. Refry. And, and titties. Beans. <laughs> Sounds like okay, my I'll kind of it, story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta find a good one. What time are we at? We at forty nine. Forty nine. Oh. 
Slender Man just popped up, and it's three minutes long. Read it. No fucking way. It's, oh, it's Mego. It's all you. It's Mego, and it's a Slender Man. Okay. <clears throat> the Thin Man. Much like our favorite movie. With no facial yes. expression. <laughs> she got pregnant by a tree. By a tree. He went, <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <clears throat> After waking up with a jolt, the girl... <laughs> The girl laid in bed a few seconds longer, reaching over to switch on her bedside lamp. She tried to remember exactly what had stolen her sweet slumber away. When she couldn't, the brunette swung her legs over the side of the bed. (laughs) (laughs) We have to recreate this one, too. (laughs) Oh, God, it just sounds like a really poorly written. It sounds like a tumbler. It's like, and I put my beautiful blonde hair into a messy bun. Yeah. And I put on my high top converse. And then my mom said, you're fucking, I hate you. You're getting sold to One Direction. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen those? Yes. They're my God, they're so bad. I love it. I love it. Should I read it like that? (laughs) Yeah. The brunette swung her legs over the side of the bed and heaved herself up. Checking the time on her phone, she snorted when she saw it was midnight, the witching hour. What the fuck? She fell asleep before midnight and then woke up? The witching hour is three in the morning. Right. That's the first off. None of this is right. Who wrote this? Anonymous, and I don't blame them. (laughs) (laughs) I would want to be. (laughs) Knowing that sleep would only evade her, she left her bedroom for the kitchen. A good old cup of coffee on her mind. Shit, mm-hmm. me though, but not coffee, just food. Food. When did Cheetos at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. As she passed by her front door, a chill spread like liquid fire down her spine. Ooh, Ooh. liquid fire. That's Ooh. pee. <laughs> <laughs> she peed down her own spine. It was Slenderman. I got you, bitch. Yuck. It's only winter, she told herself, focusing again on the coffee plant. Measuring out scoops, water, and preparing her cup kept her occupied. But as the dark liquid boiled, she had nothing left to keep her mind from wandering off. The chill returned, and she couldn't help but glance behind her to the front door. It stood there innocently enough, just like always. The dead bolt was still in place, and she could see nothing amiss with it. Turning back to her coffee, she did her best to forget about the feeling. With her cup in hand, she started back towards her bedroom. As she walked by the front door, she decided that a quick glance out of the peephole would calm her restless mind. The chill worsened with each step she took towards the door and further away from the safety and warmth of her blankets. She pressed her empty hand against the cold middle door and took a deep breath before leading her eye into the peephole. At first, she could only see inky blackness and somehow seemed to swirl in itself. When she blinked in surprise, the void melted away. She wished it hadn't. In its place, there stood what she could only guess was a man. The limbs were long and inhumanely awkward. Inhumanly awkward. Okay. I'm good at reading. (laughs) With bulky joints branching off into several... What the fuck was that? Slenderman. Stop! Yo! Stop! I'm haunted. <laughs> Just That's what she said in the story. Turns out, haunted. <clears throat> and then my dad knocked on the door and he's like, I've been out here for two hours. <laughs> Let me in. I hate you. Here's One Direction. <laughs> You're getting sold to One Direction. Um, but, but, but that, the limbs were long and inhumanly awkward with bulky joints branching off into several arms, not unlike the branches of a tree. The creature was draped in a black suit, however, no, nope. oh, somehow making the thing more nightmarish to her. The icing on the proverbial cake, however, was what passed as the hellish thing's face. It was as though her mind blurred the ghastly visage to spare itself further shock and horror. I was like, is that a word? Yes, it is. <laughs> That's Passage. the one word that you like probably <clears throat> haven't fucked up. And proverbial. Oh, yeah, 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 that too. 
I would have. Well done, dude. Inhumanly? <laughs> Inhumanely? You're getting better at reading. Uh, maybe I need to practice is all it is. Yeah, I think you just Will you practice with me an hour a day? <laughs> <laughs> Do your Duolingo lessons <laughs> for English. <laughs> Sad. She shoved herself away from the door with the hand still pressed against it. The scalding mug of coffee fell, the liquid burning her bare legs as she fell backwards and tried to crawl away from the door. She clumsy as fuck, bro. What? Okay, even if she fell you backwards, just stand the fuck up. Why are you crawling? No, okay. He's still outside. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, so she shoved herself away from the door with <sighs> one hand still on the door. One hand, she she said, Ma, dropped a coffee, trip, burnt, ah. So how does, yeah, how does she get into the crawling position when she had one hand on the door? You flip over and you try to get away. She did backflip. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like. <laughs> <laughs> she did backflip, landed perfectly. Yeah. And then got down to crawl. <laughs> She knew somehow that her mind hadn't been playing tricks on her as she crab walked away from the door. She crib walked. Wait, no, he is. Let's replace that with crib walked from the top. She knew somehow that her mind had been playing tricks on her. She crip walked away from the door. <laughs> she walked. <laughs> when we recreate this bit, we have to do it. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. And then she said, What a levato. Why are you in my turf, Issy? Have you read this? Exactly I wrote it. Oh. I wrote it. I wrote it, fool. <laughs> The girl was trapped between the instinct to flee and the gut feeling to not turn back, to not turn her back on the door. When the door jolted, the urge to flee overcame her and she slipped in the burning liquid as she tried to make it back to her room. The coffee. Simply just say, the coffee. The burning liquid. The burning liquid. She knew deep down that she was trapping herself in a corner, but she had to get away from the door. The girl was halfway down the hallway when she heard the previously locked door creak open. She screamed and slipped into a wall, cracking her chin on it and stunning her. After that, there was only blackness. Nicole? A warm male voice. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't read it. My bad. My bad, dog. No, keep going like that. I like this. Oh my god, I almost passed (laughs) A warm male voice snapped the woman out of her trance. As she turned around, she was met by one of her sister's doctors. She nodded, and not sure if she could say anything or even if she could find her voice, if she did have something to say. That morning, she had gotten an urgent phone call from the hospital, saying her sister Lindsay was there. Before they had even let her see her, the doctors had pulled her off to the side and insisted that they talk to her about what might have happened. Phrases like self-inflicted and assault had been thrown around and Nicole felt her mind reel. She still hadn't fully understood what they had been saying until she saw Lindsay with her own eyes. Her little sister had a bandage wrapped around her head covering both her ears as well as her eyes. They said it was to keep her now deadened eyes from drying out This, this took a like real quick turn. Yeah. <laughs> and to try to keep infection out of the wounds Lindsay had made wounds Lindsay had made to her ears. Sorry, I got confused with who was who. What the fuck? Sorry. Okay. The doctors had guessed that either she or someone else had jammed a pencil into them to keep her oh, off balance fuck. or to deafen herself against something. There is a mix of first and second degree burns on her hands and legs and feet from what was assumed to be the coffee her neighbors found spilled all over the entry to her apartment. So the girl who was tripping and stumbling was Lindsay? Yes. Okay. As Nicole walked into her sister's hospital room the first time, she thought she had spied the silhouette of a man in the window that she knew was impossible. Her sister's room was on the third story of the hospital. Beautiful. He's three stories tall. Yeah, dude. 
That's, that's three stories. <laughs> that's half a story at most. That's three stories. No, that's not. That's like one story. You could probably touch the roof of a house. That's something. <laughs> that's was that the like, end of the was that the end of the story? That's me. That's Naya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Credit anonymous. Oh. And then there's links to other Oh, uh, when stories. was that written? It sounds like the plot of Slenderman. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The movie. Published on January 14th, 2010. Oh. So the movie stole the plot from this, the poorest, poorliest written Slenderman story that I've ever read. It's not just the hospital. Nicole. Nicole. (laughs) Nicole. Sounded familiar. And then the, and then the, and then the. Uh huh. (coughs) All right, what are we at? We are at 101. (gasps) Really? Yeah. All right, now read this story. I'm so excited for you to read it. One last one. (laughs) Use accents or whatever if you want. So you're with your honey and you're making out when the phone rings, you answer it, and the voice is, what are you doing with my daughter? You tell your girl, and she said, my dad is dead. (laughs) Then who was phone? Who was phone? (laughs) Then who was phone? That was it. (laughs) Oh, here's a little, here's a little comic. (laughs) What are you doing with my daughter? (laughs) My daddy's dead. Hello? Who <laughs> <laughs> was found? Oh my god. Bro, this shit was funny. No creepypasta episode is complete without that story. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> is that the Let's, one that was on uh, last podcast? Last podcast has done it. A lot of podcasts have done this. The new was found. The new was found. <laughs> And there's been a lot of like reiterations of the story to where they like drag it out, and you're oh, like, oh, yeah. this and is actually kind of creepy. Then who was fooled? Love that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's it. That's <sighs> it for Suck My Tober. Yay! Nice. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I can't wait till next year to do it again. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. That was fun. That was fun. Guys, if you want we us were... to do like a monthly episode of like spooky or creepypastas or some conspiracy like let us know and we can make like a special episode each month for yeah. some of this kind of stuff yeah we, we really were enjoyed talking it. about um maybe recording some of these episodes for our patreon donors if we get those ever um so Tweet if you guys want to hear more of these types of stories let us know we do need we some kind of um social media interaction before we start a podcast yeah. just to know that y'all are in or patreon just to know y'all that y'all are interested in that exclusive content yeah, we know we have listeners <clears throat> we got things that we want to do but you know it takes money <laughs> money that we don't have thanks yeah. everyone for Mama's listening broke. to episode 41 of two 42, 42 of the vacuous podcast um let us know if you like that last one that was my favorite one that's <laughs> that was definitely the best one we had some good ones this this episode yeah Guys, if banger. you know, tweet at us. Who was phone? Who, who, who was, was phone? phone? I need. If anybody know. knows, let us it'll, know. It'll eat me alive. Thanks for listening. Alive. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Tweet at us at Vacuous Pictures, or you can tweet at us personally. Mine's at Vacuous Naya. I'm at Vacuous Kathy. And I'm at Vacuous Moose. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.